Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Evan, did you know that ADHD is one of the most common mental health disorders in the U.S.? Really? I thought it was just a word they used to describe kids who cause problems at school. No, it's much more complex than that, and that's why it's often misdiagnosed. This ADHD Awareness Month, we are working with Little Otter, a children's mental health app, to talk about ADHD, the signs, challenges, and ways for families to cope. Okay, well, where can everybody find out more? Little Otter has created the ultimate guide all about ADHD on their website, littleotterhealth.com slash ADHD for parents to access for free. Again, that's littleotterhealth.com slash ADHD. Check it out. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Dumb Dad Podcast. My name is Kevin, and I'm a dumb dad. Hey, everybody. My name's Evan. I'm a dumb dad. Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. I am cleaning up on all my golf bets. Oh. Or I'm about to. I'm getting really close. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hi, dummy. Hey, dummy. Cheers. Cheers to you. Uh, I'm, I've been excited to sit down and talk to you this week because oh, we went camping together with our families, with our families, just that Kevin and I just knocked out of town, went camping together, shared a tent. No, we, uh, yeah, our two families went camping together this past weekend, uh, for my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, babe. Happy and birthday, it was, babe. it was a great time. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> it was a great time. We, we um, we both love camping we could make jokes about the the nightmares of camping camping a lot right i grew up camping camping a lot it was um something we did which is funny so we're both from the top two corners of the united states um northeast and pacific northwest Mm -hmm. and yeah i mean it was a big part of my childhood i often think i wonder how much my parents liked it if my parents like camping i know that parents like camping but same but it's a different perspective now, obviously. Do they camp at all anymore? They're like, no. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. I think they might, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they just might just get to a certain age where you're like, yeah, indoors is great. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of probably why were. motorhomes and <laughs> campers exist as well. That's a slow transition into like, what are we doing here? It's funny how like, you know, this is the classic uh folly of your childhood versus when you grow up and then you see things in a different lens and go oh yeah one of them Which was, seems to be kind of constant is the, it's the further and further we get into parenting it's yeah. like there's a lot of oh man yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> my parents still kept me well all they're all this time they didn't just ship me off I did, somewhere. I did all of this and they're like worse <laughs> yeah you that was before you were 10 we didn't have screens to calm you down <laughs> i know that, that i mean <laughs> That's a big one. You could just watch the nightly news because nothing else is on TV. Yeah. The murder she wrote. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, oh, no, the reason I say that is because, yeah. you know, I, I went camping gr- growing up. We did it for a long time. We did get, like, a little bit of a camper, one of those pop-up campers. Those are the coolest little things. They just, like, pull around, and they look about the size of, like, a truck bed. 
mm-hmm. with a, like imagine a truck bed with a little top on it. And you still and you put, just, you'd pull it with a truck. You pull it with your car or uh-huh. whatever. We had like a SUV, and then you put a little crank in it and you crank it up and the, it cranks up and high, it high, high. And then you pull out the sides and those are the two beds. And then you walk inside and there's a whole little camper and it's got a little kitchen and stuff. That's it's, hilarious. They're so cool. But anyway. Before that, we camped in tents, and it was one of those things. If you asked me, how did how did your parents camp? And it was like we were in tents and on the ground, mm-hmm. and did we didn't have cots or anything like that. And last time I saw my mom, or last time I talked to her, she was just like, "Oh yeah, when I was pregnant with you, that's when we started sleeping on an air mattress." <laughs> I was like, "Wait, you were the, pregnant with me camping?" And then yeah, they camped a lot. Yeah, it was cheap. We I know it is it's cheap. Once you're set up to go camping, it's cheap. It doesn't. It it can be an obviously it's quite like, an investment. I mean, you like, can. I mean, like listen. A, it's you, like a fish. You oh. gotta buy the tank. You gotta buy the filters. You gotta buy the rocks, the cleaner, and yeah. the food. But all of that'll last you a real long time. The fish, uh, akin to the campsite alone, pretty cheap. Everything else it takes to make that happen. Pretty expensive, but once you have it, <laughs> once you have it, you anyway. can just yeah, you can just keep buying all kinds of fish and yeah. throwing them in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Am I the fish in this metaphor? I don't. Know. I don't know. I got lost. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. I remember as a kid waking up. Yeah, I mean, we slept on in sleeping bags on the floor of the tent when we were kids, mm-hmm. and then I remember it's like if you're on the end. The tent is a little wet, and so it sows your face because you're you ever, up against it, right? <laughs> Yeah, it was, that never made sense to me. They're like, don't touch the sides. If it's if it's raining, don't touch the sides. And I was like, yeah. I mean, you to this day cannot explain that science to me. Sure. I was like, what do you mean? This is a waterproof tent. And like, don't touch the sides. And what is this magic? Yeah. Well, you know, it's like you take a can of uh, soda out the fridge, and the next thing you know, it's dripping on the sides. Like, how? What are we doing? You're sweating. Doesn't make like sense. The inside of the tent. Anyway. Again, we're from the Pacific Northwest. This is moist atmosphere. Around sure, there. that's true. Everything was sweating <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I do want to ask: Did you ever do this when you went camping? Out of desperation, you're sleeping on the ground. You're not in a big tent. You're mm-hmm. in your spot, and there's you don't. It's tents are small. You can't just relocate, mm-hmm. especially when everyone's already in there and sleeping. And you lay down, and there's a rock there. Have <sighs> you ever tried to? Move it. Oh yeah, you kind of like, <laughs> you know, you you move it just a little bit. It's like it's like if you were in skinny jeans, you're trying to get your phone out of your pocket. Yeah, you're trying to like you're gonna push from the bottom Start and the slide bottom. it up a little bit. Yeah, that's always been so funny to me because it's never once worked ever. Like zero success. <laughs> uh, like no, it's. I moved it six w- inches. It, it took me an hour, <laughs> and it's like, great. You know what? That moved enough, and then you lay down. And you go. It's worse. Mm-hmm. It's in a worse spot now. Now it's like attacking me. Actually, yeah. the rock has it in for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I also remember too. Like, I remember the aluminum, how thick and big they were. The tent poles, a bunch of them too, that click into each other, mm-hmm. individual. You know, now it's like this fiberglass thin little straw with a with a string going through it so you just kind of pull them apart and stack it all in one thing and then they open up really quickly yeah i mean this is not a slide on my parents in any way shape or form but because i think technology has incorporated itself in everything all the way down to something as simple as a tent yeah but i mean we get to the campsite now we have a i think it's a six-person tent 
You know, my wife's rule. My wife has a good rule: buy a tent two people bigger than you are. So we're a family of four. You buy a six-person tent. The sheep is just make sure there's plenty of room in there. It's a rule. It's a pretty good one. Well, it's just strange because you only buy a tent every. You once only really in a buy while. a tent once in you a while. But that was she kind of made it. up that rule, and then we're happy with the tent. So it's one for one. <laughs> She's batting a thousand. She just doesn't need to make a rule on it. I guess is the point. How big is your tent? Eight. Yeah, and you like all that room, don't you? So I'm breaking her rule. Well, at least two people. Oh, at least more. two people. <laughs> so I can just get a twenty person. But all that to be said, I, I we roll up to the campsite and my, my t- I do the tent by myself. It's up in less than ten minutes. Really, if I'm focused, not even like just a speed run, I could do an under five easily. But I mean, no it's like three poles. No showers available. Don't Correct. speed run anything. No, I know what I'm just saying is like. I just appreciate that, I guess is what I'm saying. I remember sure. trying to help my dad do the tent. It was like, first of all, I think it was I made a canvas. <laughs> Those are old yeah. school tents. And it was confusing the rods for how which ones got connected to where, you know, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more of a system. If you got a Sharpie, you gotta mark them if you if you're smart, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So there's a lot of things I will say feel luxurious now to us, even though it's something as simple as like well, yeah, anything's the design seem of a luxurious tent. luxurious if you don't have a Depression-era tent that your parents <laughs> had. <laughs> but we got like, um, man, what, I think we both have this. We have what's called, it's called a, like a Sherpa kitchen or something like that. Oh, man, I don't know the name of it. Um, sure. But it's like, uh, uh, we call it the like little, yeah, what, what we call it like the little Sherpa. and um, But it's like this canvas sort of structured bag that that has like a, an aluminum rolled up tabletop and then mm-hmm. unfoldable legs and then inside of it you unzip it's got four compartments that have like canvas they're like almost like sh- shoe bags looking things you yeah. know canvas bags that have zippers and it's like cookware goes here utensils go there and so on and so forth like cooking oil on the other one whatever and like that thing helps so much because <laughs> most of what? What the hell is an utensil? <laughs> Utensils. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but all your stuff is like where, and then you where where it needs to be, uh-huh. right? Like 85, 90% of your cookware is in one situation. It's pretty nice. I mean, that's pretty huge. There are certain things when you go camping, especially with a family, that it's, you got to have a bin or some sort of like solidified location where all your stuff should stay because... You're going to lose some of it going camping. That's just part of That's a given or break some of it. But having like one or two bins or things where your camping stuff goes is huge. Sure. I agree. I think it was, I think our situation is, is great. We went camping for, do we go camping for a reason? Was it for your birthday? What did we go earlier for? this year? Yeah. No, I think it was just for, uh, just for S fun. and G's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, sun and gains. Yeah. For just, <laughs> It was a workout camping. We did a lot yeah. of push-ups and yeah. just laid out in the sun. <laughs> um, we, um, yeah, we had a great time. Went with the kids. We went just um, went Friday to Sunday. And it's just funny. Kids are, what's the word? The worst. Nightmares. And yeah. Horrible nightmares. <laughs> my kids had a great time. Yeah. And we didn't bring any devices, even for like the car ride. Last time we brought devices and that worked out because it was the we talked the about horror the movie. Yeah. Podcast. It was a horror movies playing across the lake and the voice carried. It was terrible. This time we were like, well, we know that we're doing movies and like, let's just know. No devices. We're just going to drive up there. Mm-hmm. It's also not a long drive. Um, 
we're going to hang out and then and you can bring books and then drive back. Just a weekend, no devices. It yeah. was nice. Kids had a blast. They were playing in the dirt and they were running around and then they loved looking at the stars and the moon. They loved s'mores and all that fun stuff. And then um, on Monday night, I <laughs> I FaceTimed my parents because I hadn't talked to them and in a while. And I was like, well, it'd be great. We just got back from camping. We'll, we'll get the whole recap. Sure. <laughs> my parents asked my daughter. They were like, did you have fun? Did you have fun camping? Was it was it so great? And she goes, no, it was the worst. It was so uncomfortable on the ground. I was like, <laughs> get out of here. That is a bold-faced lie. Like, never mentioned it the whole time. Never Didn't mentioned, wake never up saying, I'm about sore. It. She did once in our tent go, your, your side is more comfortable than mine because we ordered these pads. Mm-hmm. Kind of a dumb parent moment. Not really. We had ordered a double-wide inflatable pad and then something went wrong in shipping and it never came in time and then my wife ordered another one. they said it wasn't going to come in time so my wife yeah. was like i'm going to express order a different one that will get here tomorrow and then tomorrow came and they went we'll give it to you on sunday <laughs> <laughs> so we got two of them and we already had two and those two were going to go to the kids but um their spines are still developing so Mm -hmm. they can kind of just move Mm -hmm. around those rocks where that will the knot will live in my back forever if i sleep on a rock yeah yeah (laughs) i sleep wrong it's my week that's my whole week exactly and i'm also talking about it all week sorry my back my back we're camping it was a great time with the family great real memories but not my back i don't know how long i can do this i was a princess in the pee in there yeah (laughs) um anyway so it was just funny how it was just they had the best time. Just got so dirty, best and, time. And running around yeah. and eating food, and and just not, the, we have hammocks. They were loving that. Oh, hammocks are clutch because there's at least two hours of the day, not in a row, but at least two hours of the day where they're just over there playing in the hammocks. You know, they're all just the only thing you keep yelling at them to do is don't swing them so much, please. You're going to dump one of the little ones yeah. out of there, and then we're how trying to figure out where the closest hospital is. Um. I will yeah. say your son was a wild watch, your little boy, because last time we went camping, this is only a few months ago, last time we went camping, he was a total wreck. I mean, he went through like 13 outfits. Yeah. And one day ate like four bananas. Everyone was pretty concerned. <laughs> so all he was eating was bananas. I know his dietary situation. I wasn't <laughs> concerned at all. I knew how I was going to go down. This time he was pretty focused on marshmallows. Just getting to marshmallows. It was like night one, campfire went up. It had only been lit for like 10 minutes, and we were starting to think about heating it up to do dinner, and he's like, where's the marshmallows? He knew. (laughs) Bro. He knew the assignment. Night two, he walks up to me, hands me a half-eaten marshmallow, and says, I think I'm done with this. And then less than five minutes later, he's in the the quote-unquote camping kitchen, marshmallow in one hand, trying to put a s'more together. And I was like, hey, pal. What are we doing here, man? You told me you were done with a marshmallow. He you pre- handed me a wet one. He prefers them raw, <laughs> and he doesn't prefer to eat all of it, which is um, on brand for our home because I find uh, half a banana here, half a pouch there. Yeah, an apple. Yeah, it's chewed an up a- apple. Oh, don't get me started on apples. Um, I just wish everything was a McDonald's french fry where when you yeah, find you- it, it's not a horror show. It's just petrified <laughs> you have an idea of the cost of apples first place you get eat the whole damn thing <laughs> oh god here we go 
Uh, <laughs> oh, that's another thing. It reminds me. Speaking of my my hot take of old man hot take on how expensive apples were. Heaven has a real obsession with apples. <laughs> uh, he doesn't know how much things cost, so he's <laughs> outraged that he hasn't been keeping up with the times. <laughs> I uh, I got pegged as doing another old man thing uh, while we were there, which was, I mean, it was like Saturday afternoon, morning afternoon. Uh-huh. Everyone was just kind of hanging out talking. Yeah. I brought a pocket knife with me. Uh-huh. You're supposed to have one when you're camping. Yeah. You had one. No, or you had a camp, I, I, you had a, more of a knife. I had a knife. Yeah, we both had a knife. I had a little pocket knife, found a stick. I started like just screwing around, a little whittling the there stick. It is. There's the word. Whittling, yeah. 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 Maybe that's what it, it was. Screwing around. It's the same thing. No. Whittling is a, what a determined <laughs> elderly person who knows idle hands lead to the genitals or something. <laughs> and you. Well, we were in a group setting, Kevin. Yeah. I wasn't really. I, was, <laughs> I had to keep them busy somehow. Well. And uh, yeah, I mean, everyone jumped all over me for doing that, which I thought was hilarious. But I was like, well, I'm whatever. Keep, you keep talking. I'm going to keep. I was still a part of the conversation. I was. <laughs> you were not for a long period of time. That was what was funny. We all sat in a circle. I was listening. You're, you're mistelling the story, though. If you want to tell it, tell it right. We were all sitting in a circle, <laughs> uh-huh. and then you grabbed a hunk of wood in your pocket knife and then excused yourself and went in the hammock. And yes, you were nearby. You were ear distance. But you, oh, I was easily within ear distance. But then you stopped. You weren't engaging in any conversations. <laughs> just the occasional just whittle with the occasional look up. And and interject. Look around. No, you didn't interject for a long time. And you just looked around the room and listened to the words and then went back to it because you got to focus on the task at hand. Yeah. And then you, you did that for a long period of time. I think it was until somebody had said something, probably your wife or me, mm-hmm. we're the meanest to you. And <laughs> Kevin and my wife like, yeah. to, <laughs> like to gang up and on me. The fun back and forth that we have. Um. Then you started joining in. But before that, you were a recluse. You were I, a hermit of an old man. Yeah. Well, you know, I was just <laughs> I was just enjoying the moment and listening to my uh-huh. my friends, my cohorts, just sure. engaging in conversation. Sure. Just enjoying the sunshine and the cool breeze and my wispy ear hair. What's funny <laughs> here's what's funny about like whittling is <laughs> just to do something when you're doing nothing it like when you hit at first it makes sense it's like oh okay yeah sure we're outside we're not doing anything but talking but that's equivalent to having everyone over for coffee tea or even a drink and i just go get a lego set (laughs) (laughs) i mean i guess it all depends on what you create in the end doesn't it (laughs) You're right. That that's true. It's not I get a Lego set. I just get a handful of loose Legos and start just making something. <laughs> I don't know what yet, but I'm gonna let my hands do the work, and then we'll see where we end up. I felt pretty good about my whittling and the passing the time while having conversation sure. until sure. you made that analogy right there. <laughs> 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 I'll stand by it. I'll probably do it next time. Yeah, sure. I made a little sword. You made a sword. It was a very good sword. Yeah, it, was it was a very good sword. You're a very talented uh, whittleist. <laughs> Apparently. I don't know. Um, it was more like, I don't know. I, I am like, I will say, I am very much like that. I like to get my hands busy. I'm a creative person. I like to just try to mess around with something. And then it turns into like, oh, I have an idea. But then that's the kind of 
that's how the the type of creator I am. That like I kind of like all I really did was grab a stick and like started peeling the bark of it off, uh-huh. and then. I think I threw that one down and grabbed another one and started doing it again. And then I sharpened it like it's a marshmallow stick. You know, it's short, but I thought like, okay, well, what if I... And then I thought, well, what if I make this the handle? Well, what if I make the hilt? The hilt, I could slide... And then it's like, then I can't stop. Because once I have the idea, then it's like I'm going to keep working on it. Right. And whether it's whittling or whatever, uh-huh. you know, I'm going to kind of keep tinkering with it. There's another old man word for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're gonna, and they're flying out of me. And that's what kind of creator you are. The kind of creator I am is to not let you get away with it. <laughs> that's what makes it, and that's why we make a good team. That's why we make a great team. Uh, yeah, I will say, but it was fun. Yeah, everything about it was fun. It was relaxing. We had a great time. Yes, um, great. I had a dumb dad moment on the trip. Great. It's a simple one, but it's important to bring up because it's like a, it's like an uh, setting your expectations hmm. moment in camping, which sure. is. So when I would go, not camping, but when when I was younger, um, I used to go fishing with my my grandpa a lot. Also a whittler. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm positive of it. He might have been. Yeah. <laughs> he might have been. He was. Uh, and so we used to go fishing a lot. And so I've always kind of missed that. I mean, we used to go saltwater fishing. We used to go fishing for salmon. It's up in his boat and everything. Um, but I've always kind of missed that, now, especially moving to California. Like there's no bodies of water around here that are easily accessible necessarily to just go down and do a quick fishing trip or something. Right. So um, this place we've been going camping does have a little lake, a little lagoon, a little upper lake mm-hmm. where you can fish. And like three times ago, I was like, I'm going to just go, I'm just going to go to the local bait and tackle, grab a couple of cheap rods. And then when, once in a while, when we go up there, I'll bring the stuff. And then if we have a moment, we'll go. And it doesn't need to be a big pressure thing where we're going down for five hours at a time to try right, to catch it. Right. But it's like something else to do. I mean, this, you know, other than whittling, what are we doing here? But we got to pass the time here, guys, but you got to pass the time. And it's something that you can, it's, it, and it's freshwater, right? So it's something I don't know too much about. So it's something to learn, try to get better at. And just once in a while, something you know go do in the morning uh-huh. morning or evening is kind of nice time to go do it so my dumb dad moment is just simply i the night before i think um um was it sunday morning when we went no, i'm lost on the time doesn't really matter when I, the night before i'm telling my son sunday like, morning yeah sunday morning i was like i think i'm gonna go tomorrow morning pretty early if you want to go and he gives me he, my son gives me the well tell me in the morning because I would like to go with you, uh-huh. but I also might really want to just keep sleeping. Oh, I, can. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get that. That's why we make decisions the night before, because if we all based everything on the morning, nothing we get done. <laughs> nothing and at that moment, I realized it's probably not going. Sure. Which is fair. But I, so I thought earlier the better. Uh-huh. So I did set my alarm for like five, like 5.15 or something, mm-hmm. thinking like that'll be plenty early. But when I woke up, I will admit, I woke up in the tent, looked outside. It was like, it was dark outside. He's not really going to be too jazzed about that. I mean, fishing is already sort of like a lot of excitement over nothing until you realize the only excitement is if you catch a fish in terms of a kid, yeah. the, kid's, the kid's point of view. So I kind of waited till like 545, still nothing, six o'clock, a little bit light. So about 615, I kind of kept like, I was having my watch wake me up. So I kind of kept like hitting like a 20 minute snooze or so. Uh, so eventually I woke up and I kind of looked over and he was kind of looking up. I think it was about 6.15 or so. And he kind of looks at me and I was like, you know, in motion, you want to go fishing? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. So 
luckily where we've been camping, it's like, I mean, it's literally just a walk down the hill. It's really close. Yeah. Two minute walk, three minute walk down to the water. Um, so we're like whispering. And so that I was already starting to get kind of like, all right, this is cool. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy that he's down to like, yeah, I'll get up with you dad and we'll go down to the water. Yeah, pretty jazzed. To, yeah. So the other part of it, self admittedly is like, I'm not, still not great at i need a lot of practice at uh like rigging like tying the hooks on and stuff like that it's sure. it's hard it, you know it's hard when it's see-through a string and it's hard to hold there's like no light outside yeah so and like, there's no light outside it's, it's really hard so i'm still getting better at all that which just means simply that it takes me a minute to get kind of set up yeah so he's already bored <laughs> right so, so why didn't you do this when you went to bed last night. Yeah, or yeah, or in the afternoon instead of whittling, I really yeah. should have been rigging our lines. You could have had so day. many lines. Could have, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And your hands would have been busy. <laughs> <laughs> Still, probably would have. I would have been even more of a relicus because I'd have been so confused. What if you'd wiggled a, a hook? I don't know. Let's not get into it. <laughs> so, anyway, all that to say, we're down there, and I'm thinking, you know, and again, I'm not trying to. I I sort of like know the possibilities here. The what's really what's realistic here, you know, not that we're going to be fishing for two hours, <laughs> reeling in all kinds of fish and we're dancing, you know, down by the waterside. Yeah, it was more so like just get to have a quick conversation with him, maybe a little bit and chat with him and, and, and throw a few lines in and we'll see where see what we get, where we are when it's about time to go back up for breakfast. I mean, I threw the line in and like the thing what you a kid doesn't want to hear is like, all right, now you watch that rod. It's like, don't touch it. You just watch it. Oh, he can't even touch it. Now, it's just partially my dumb dad moment is that I probably should have just given him like a placebo of something with like rubber worm and I that was never going to catch anything, but like at least just send it out, reel it in, send it out, reel it in to, yeah. g- to give him something to do. Yeah. I think that was actually kind of my, I did it backwards. That was how, That's what I was going to rig up for him second. But I thought like, well, I mean, if we're going to catch anything, we might as well get something in the water that has the potential of catching something. <laughs> right. So... We're waiting around for another 10 minutes before I'm getting the second one going before he's like, you know, what? so what are we doing here? You know, it's starting to feel that vibe uh-huh. a little bit. And then your wife came down with my daughter, I think, to just check in and see where we were, what was going on. Right. And they came down to say hello really quick, she felt really which just meant this. there was a window of opportunity for my son to go, well, I think I'm going to go back with them. Yeah. So he was only down there for a total of like 20 minutes with uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. So sort of my dumb dad moment is thinking like, we'll go on this little fishing adventure together mm-hmm. and maybe we'll catch something. But if anything, we'll just kind of throw our lines in a few times. And we didn't even really make it that far. <laughs> <laughs> you threw our line and not our lines. But the moral of the story is uh-huh. to get yourself a friend like Kevin here. Because I wasn't really feeling down, but I was thinking like, all right, a little bit of a bust. That's okay. Maybe I'll stick around down here for a little bit longer. But ultimately, I'm just down here by myself now. Yeah. While... As the morning goes on, everyone's going to be working on getting breakfast together, starting the fire, mm-hmm. getting camp together, and I'm just sitting down here not catching fish. Uh-huh. Um, and so as I reeled in my lines and was about ready to go up, I turn around, and here you are walking down with a cup of coffee with two mugs. And a warm thermos. To say, yeah, the warm, warm, cup of, warm coffee. And uh, so there, you know, I, th- I thought I was going to have a bonding moment with my son, and I got to have one with you instead. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah, so we had a cup of coffee together. We probably chatted for another 20 minutes or so. Yeah. And so that was fun. But, yeah, that was sort of my dumb dad moment. It was just like assuming, you know, that I knew how to do what I was 
doing, and then I might get away with getting a little get away with a little fishing moment with my son. Didn't really happen. Uh, my favorite part of that was you were up and out before me, which is the opposite of the day before. I was the first one up with my son. He was wild. Yeah. But then this day, everybody enjoyed themselves and slept in in my family. And then I slept in. We were up at probably 645. But we get out of bed and get dressed and we're walking around and I notice that you're gone and uh, your son is there. And I'm like, where? where's Evan? And where's like, the Whittler? They're like, oh, he's dead. Where is he? <laughs> Looking for sticks? <laughs> Who's high-fiving me? <laughs> then your wife high-fived me. Of course um, she did. <laughs> but they were like, oh, he's down by the by the water. So I was like, I was like, oh, okay. And then your son, your son had the, just the best line. Um, just the, the logic of children is my favorite. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I was down there fishing with my dad, but my nose got so cold and I had to leave. <laughs> I was like, that's so specific. I, know. I laughed for a good minute when I heard that. I was like, that's a very specific, not the toes. Okay. <laughs> but it was great. Um, yeah, but that leads me to so we did all that and then we mm-hmm. headed back home, uh, which leads to my dumb dad moment. Yeah, yeah. So my dumb, well, my it was I didn't tell you the whole. So I've told you some of this. Sure, but I always like to leave something for the podcast. That's right. Is chaos when I got home. <laughs> <laughs> so we get home and I, I plan this on the on the drive home. I think we're we're gonna get home pretty early because checkouts at whatever it was ten or eleven. Yeah, and I was like, all right, well, we're gonna get home and we don't have anything planned for the rest of the day. The kids have been off devices all weekend. Um, all weekend, a day and a half. Yeah. But it's like, you're going to go home, let him go ham. I think I'm going to like just stay gross for a little while longer. And that garage is a dumpster fire. So I'm going to like organize it because getting the camping stuff was not fun and I want to organize it. And she's like, oh, okay. So we get home. And the first thing I do is I was like, uh, all right, guys, you guys are going to, we're going to take a, we're going to take a bath. And then I turn on the bath and. <laughs> Uh, they take a bath and then my wife's about to take a shower and I was like, I just want, I don't know what came over me, but I was like, I just want to check my handiwork because last week I did the plumbing. That's right. Cause the shower wouldn't drain. The shower wouldn't drain. And then I ended up redoing all the drain plumbing, which didn't make sense cause I had unclogged the drain. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that was a whole thing. Listen to the last podcast. Um, <laughs> point is I redid all the drain and there's an access door to it on the outside of my house. So I was like, I just kind of want to check that. Mm-hmm. Went back there and checked it, and water is is coming out of everywhere. Oh uh, no! <laughs> oh no! Here's the funny thing: it's coming out of places that I didn't touch. <laughs> it's coming up from up on high. It's coming up from like where the shower is. So, oh man! So I tell my wife like, you can't take a shower. Uh, so I call her and I was like, which is a, such a hilarious, funny thing to say to your wife. Yeah, like, yeah, I know okay. we were camping for two days, but in front of fire and sleeping in dirt, but can't take a shower. No. So a hose you off. So I figured out, it, I figured out that it's like when the, the tub is on, no leak showers on leak. So I was like, <laughs> so if anybody listens, listened to last week's podcast, you know, the thing that my wife's going to say next, uh, she looks at me and says, so we're going to call a plumber? So is now the time we're going to call her? So I said, yes, I'm going to do exactly one thing. And if that doesn't work, we'll call a plumber. Well, 
well, I don't know. We'll bathe ourselves and call a plumber tomorrow because I don't know what Sunday prices are. <laughs> but I was like, yes, I'm going to try one, exactly one thing, and then we will do it. So anyway, I I just took the whole uh, – I took the tub apart of all the handles and then just reinstalled them tighter mm-hmm. and then put them back together and everything was fine. So oh, like, freebie. Freebie. Total freebie. Uh, the drain then started leaking where I applied it, but I just moved some stuff around, look, did some research, realized I had moved a washer. We were good. And I was like, oh, okay. Now I can start the garage. <laughs> oh. I mean, this was an extra hour. I didn't have to go to the hardware store. That's a freebie. That's a... F- wow. So I did the next day. But <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm replacing... Uh, not today! Just because I'm placing the tub uh, spout, it's not needed. So I see. It's more I cosmetic. See. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll just see whatever that problem that causes. It's going to crack a pipe. Um <laughs> But then I start then yeah, then it was just like then I'm starting to do the garage and then I'm like full dad. I'm full blown dad mode. Mm-hmm. I just went camping. I just like I'm tired. My body's tired. Yeah. But no. When we bought this house, one thing we didn't notice when we signed off on the house was that there were old doors that were on top of the garage, like above you know, in the And the rafters. Rafters. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. In the rafters, there's these doors and other things. Mm-hmm. That we didn't notice, so we signed off on the house, and now we, now we own doors. <laughs> right, yeah. Something as simple as like, hey, can you get these removed? You know, whatever. No, they're there. You're now, now you bought them. You paid for them. Yeah, because there was a couple things in the garage, and I was like, I don't want any of these. Didn't see the stuff in the rafters. In their defense, yeah. they probably forgot about them, because it's one of those, like, look up and go, oh, come on. No, oh, I thought... I'm taking you... those things down. I have to put on a KN95 mask and welding goggles, because there's insulation in there welding that like that like fall apart when you touch them yeah real thanos midas touch that situation going on cancer causing elements and i'm just i'm just taking all this stuff down now i'm deep cleaning and i'm moving everything and reorganizing i'm not done this was three days ago it was supposed to be a quick (laughs) job i'm not done yet the camping stuff is still in the car and it's (laughs) spread all over the driveway the camping stuff is in a wonderful spot in the garage i mean it's prime what i've done the prime real estate in there accessible the quarter obtainable the one quarter of the garage that is done is so beautiful <laughs> the three proud father the three quarters unlivable yeah um worse maybe i'll, I'll keep you posted it's it's <laughs> not happening anytime soon well it's funny a real dumb dad moment that i said i'm gonna clean the garage and i know a lot of times when you clean something you make it worse for you, make it better situation. Yeah. I'm, but it's still just worse right it's now. It's a lot worse. Yeah, so it's much worse. Way, way worse. I will say this. Um, it reminds me of something I've been thinking about lately. And the camping thing um, was another reminder about it. It's just something that... So like when you're a kid and you go... When you do you do an activity, you go somewhere, you, something like camping. Yeah. Or in my case, fishing when I was a kid. You, you go out fishing with grandpa, you come back in, you get off the, you know, you get out of the boat, you run home, you start, you have lunch, then you go down to the beach and you play and do whatever with your cousins and, you know, have fun. The same thing with camping. You come home camping, your, t- your parents tell you, take all your clothes off right by the washing machine and yeah. go take a bath and then go on an iPad. And I don't want to hear anything else. You know, like, sure. Parents are Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the deal with <laughs> <Yeah>. camping? <laughs> So, um, 
so that's what they do. That's what that's what the life of a kid. Yeah. Right. So, but we're not kids anymore. We're in charge of the camping. Yeah. We're in charge of doing all this stuff. And then you realize, as an adult, it, what I'm talking about is like this realization that what your parents and or grandparents would do after taking you out on an adventure like that. And that you tell your kids, come home, take your clothes off, go take a bath, and then just go relax on the couch, put a movie on, play a video game, whatever you need to do. You just stay there because I can't deal with you right now because I got to go unload the car, uh-huh. take all the clothes out of the bags, the dirty liner stuff, start the load, start the wash. My wife's inside breaking down the kitchen elements that we need to have washed. Yeah. Taking all that apart. I'm taking all the heavy boxes out of the car. Thankfully, we got home noon, and it was like a nice, cool, you know, 93 outside. Perfect. Can't ask so for better. So you just sweating your ass off, putting the stuff together. <laughs> you open the garage. I got to move the stuff out of way, out of the way that I had to move out of the way to get to the camping stuff. Mm-hmm. Similar situation. That's why I organized it. Exactly. That's, why, that's where it got me here. But you know, it, and the reason I say that is because there was a significant moment when I was a kid, and I specifically referenced the fishing thing because I used to go fishing with my grandpa, as I said. And then one time we got home, and my and I was I don't know how old I was, thirteen, fifteen, something like that. And my grandpa was like, "All right, you're sticking out here with me. There's a little bit more work to do." Yeah. Of course, I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about? We already fished, you know." But saltwater fishing, so that means you got to rinse the boat out. You got to wash the outside of the boat off. You got to stick the hose inside the motor, flush the motor out, so there's no sure. saltwater residue. You know, there's all the stuff that has to happen. You got to take the camping stuff up, put it back, wash the stuff that needs to happen. You know, like all that stuff. And it just makes me appreciate what parents do. I mean, I'm not to not to toot our own horns here, but it was just a realization of like, man, this is crazy. That like you don't think about this stuff when you're a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the amount of work it takes to take your kids somewhere like that or even just do something as simple as go camping, but you're responsible from start to absolute finish. Isn't it funny, though, how you also, like, maybe it's from the... Maybe it's from the time that the things that you do slightly remember as a kid, pre-responsibility and responsibility of, yeah, dad dad or mom packed the car because that's always a, a... game of tetris yeah packing the car but sure. you were involved you did help even as a little i kid, took my back outside and set it on the ground right. that's what you're talking about but you remember that that's a big to do you remember watching dad do that um, yeah whereas when you sat in the house and relaxed you didn't see dad do you didn't see any stuff, of that work yeah or mom cleaning the stuff or mm-hmm. whatever where um I still have that feeling every time uh, I'm packing the car to leave the campsite as if this is the final hard task mm-hmm. of camping. Mm-hmm. You got to break down the tent. You got to put, you know, break down the kitchen. You got to clean all the items. You got to right. pack up. You got to throw away the garbage. You got to get all this stuff. And you got to put all that in the car. You get all that in the car and you're like, oh, let's go home. Yeah, we're off. And do it all again. Yeah, and undo what I just did. Yeah. I mean... It's wild. But it's fun. But it's fun. And I can't wait to do it again. Yeah, we'll do it again too. But I yeah, I mean it's true. I guess the work that the work that it takes to do it makes you appreciate getting to just sit there mm-hmm. and whittle a stick in a uh, in a stick. in a hammock, no matter how much your friends are making fun of you, because you earned that silent time. <laughs> on the on the upside, I mean a few more a few more years you'll have trouble hearing us. So <laughs> <laughs> Might as well have something to might as well have something to do. What's that? Nothing, nothing, bud. Just nothing, keep, pal. Keep 
keep chipping your wood or whatever it is. Yeah. Another sword, huh? Cool. <laughs> Chip Woodley was a trash baseball player. That's not what we said. <laughs> Again, I just think that's um, yeah, something to think about. Something to think about. Appreciation of what it takes for parents out there to... Uh, I mean, I guess it's no different than the work it takes to get them to school on time and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's just... Pat yourselves on the back. Pat yourselves the on the back, Work's never parents. done. That's right. The work's never done. <laughs> <laughs> Whittle away. And we'll leave it there nice and sad. If you guys have some <laughs> dumb dad stories, dumb mom stories, we love reading them on the podcast. So please... Right into us. Dumbdadpod at gmail.com is where you can email us. Or at dumbdadpod on Instagram, which is also our handle on TikTok and Twitter. We're the Dumb Dads on YouTube if you want to watch these full episodes and not just listen to them. And uh, please rate and review this podcast. That always helps us, and we really appreciate and love reading the reviews. Thanks, as always, to my lovely wife, Annie, for editing this podcast. And to at Verdue on SoundCloud for Giving us the sweet intro and outro. Yeah, sound supplier. Sound supplier. Um, yeah. Mind if I uh, end with a stupid dad joke? I would love that. Here would we love go. Nothing more. Now I appreciate you said your kids don't. You didn't bring devices on uh-huh. the trip, um, so there's really no internet access. But you know who can access the internet is the trees. You know how they do that? How they do that? They log in. Okay. Spider help get them on the web. Well, there's many ways, Kevin, to <laughs> <laughs> jump on the informational superhighway, and you can too. I don't know. We'll see you next time. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Welcome to the world, little one. Welcome to life. How do I stop this? The Dumb Dad Podcast is proudly presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.